In this bonus module, I'm going to be breaking down the process of moving from date to sex. So this is the bridge between seduction and actually moving into the bedroom. Let's start with first, what not to do when bringing a girl home on a date. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. I am your host, James Marshall, and together with my world-class coaching team, we'll be discussing topics on natural style seduction, masculine, feminine, dynamic, lifestyle design, sexuality, personal change, and so much more. Stay tuned for today's episode. First problem, I didn't open the door for her like a gentleman should, just shove through and she has to follow along behind me. Not good. So you can see I'm two steps ahead of her and I'm rushing. And this is a surefire sign that the man is not confident and is stressed out about this situation. It's like, okay, I've got to quickly get inside and carry up chick because I'm worried that I might lose her. So obviously the correct thing to do would be to walk next to her slowly, be chill, because me rushing is not going to make her want to stay. Oh, I can feel the tension in the lift. Shouldn't be much longer. Second floor. Shouldn't be much longer. Second floor. All right. So there's my line in the in the inevitably tense scenario of being in a lift together with a girl that you haven't slept before with, understandable that there'll be tension, which can be a really good thing, right? So we might then end up making out straight away in the uh, elevator to release the tension, or more commonly, it's going to be much better to to just chat about something, anything, ask her one question, you know, where, where did she go this summer? Something simple, Doesn't need to be deep, doesn't need to be sexy, just something to kill the time until we get to the second floor. Instead, here's me going, oh, you know, just making those random kind of dude comments like, oh, shouldn't be much longer. What? Don't say that. She doesn't like it. Once again, me about to shove through in a rush. Then I half remember at the last minute that gentlemen are supposed to open the door for a lady. And then it's an awkward mess once again. I should have taken off my shoes too. Oh, uh, if you want, like, or not, like, it's up to you, like, Whatever makes you feel comfortable. Right. So the lady here is asking, should she start undressing? And because I'm trying to be a nice guy, instead of just saying, yeah, take your shoes off, I give her these options. Oh, because I'm trying to, you know, not make decisions for her and let her know that I'm a, I don't know, a nice guy by telling her, oh, whatever makes you feel comfortable, which is she's just going to be like, okay, well, I'll keep my shoes on. Once again, she's asking me to take leadership. And instead of me just saying, yeah, I will take your coat and place it there which is what I should have done initially anyway, I again give her the kind of option like, oh yeah, if you want to put it there. All right. So this is all demonstrating indecisiveness and inability to just take command of the situation, which is a simple situation. Come in the door, take your shoes off, take your coat off so we can get comfortable. So I lead her into the middle of the room and then I don't know what to do. And so I'm like, okay, we're walking in, we're standing in this big open empty space, turn around. So That shouldn't have happened at all. I should have led her to do something, whether that's to get a drink or take a seat with me. And then in a moment, I kind of figure that out and then I try and invite her to take a seat. Right. So I say, make yourself at home, but I don't really explain what that means. I just kind of gesture randomly. So she doesn't feel at home and she doesn't know how to feel at home. Instead of me giving me the offer or explaining what we should do to make this easy and comfortable, you know, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm going to go and sit down then and hoping that she's going to come and follow me. Right, so the physical setup here is not good. I take a seat, cross my leg, and I'm feeling very uncomfortable. So I'm trying to act like I'm alpha and uh, get in a pose that I think maybe she thinks is sexy and she's perched herself on the other side of the couch. So we can see here that this, whatever, meter of distance between us is absolutely not conducive to comfortable conversation or for escalating smoothly. I want her to sit close to me. And sometimes you might have a situation where a girl has like a handbag 
and maybe she sits down next to you and puts a handbag between you. Handbags are not mountains, they can be moved. So if a girl ever does that kind of thing, maybe she does it unconsciously, maybe it is she's putting it in there as a little kind of physical barrier. I would just in a fun, simple way say, let's move that over there and move it to the other side so that there's not some physical barrier in between us. But my terrible alter ego has decided to set up the positioning like this. So let's see how I can move into seduction from here. So I've actually got a question I wanted to ask you. Um, if you were a superhero, what superpower would you have? These questions, right? This is a kind of rudimentary mistake, right? I've come into the seduction location and then I'm thinking, well, I've got to say something special, right? I can't just have a chat about something. So now I'm going to use my interesting question. A lot of guys have these kinds of canned questions or, or stories ready to go. And this is kind of a leftover thing from the old school pickup days. But when you ask a question like that, it, it's very obvious that you planned it, right? No one just, no one's just sitting there and goes, hey, you know what? Strange girl that I'm trying to fuck. Uh, stranger, not strange. Here's some question about what you would do as a superhero, or if you only had three days to live, what would you do? Or if money didn't mean anything, where would you go? Any of those kind of, you look up, what's an interesting question on the internet? It sounds very, very contrived in this context. So this is me trying to force the situation, trying to be interesting, uh, and she's not really buying it. Um, and how old are you? All right. And so here I go into my montage of asking random detail-based questions. Right. So this is a situation I sat down, I'm trying to have a conversation with a girl and I'm feeling clearly very uncomfortable. As a result, there's pressure and tension building and I can't handle the tension. So what do I do? I break the tension by fidgeting and fussing and pottering around in, in the kitchen. You need to learn to be able to sit within the sexy pressure that is almost inevitable when you're with a new partner. And it's a good thing. Right? We want to be able to feel like if we were completely relaxed and, you know, just non, not fussed about this situation, like if we didn't have any investment or didn't feel any kind of emotional tingling or activation, then that probably wouldn't be good either because that would mean that we're kind of in the friend zone. Maybe both of us. It's just like, okay, I feel comfortable being friendly around this person, but it's not sexual. So understand that inherently there should be sexual tension and that will feel if like if you don't interpret it correctly, it can feel like nervousness or feel like things are not going well. But if we're sitting close together and I'm not exactly sure what to say, but when then I they ask something and she responds and we start to get this, you know, sense that we want to be close to each other and what's going to happen and there's a mystery and there's an excitement and anticipation. That's the kind of thing we want. And when you feel that kind of tension rising, generally the best way to release that tension is through physical touch, getting closer, maybe going in for a kiss. Instead, I rush to the kitchen to get a drink. All right, if the girl has pulled out her phone and is checking her whatever on her phone, this means she's bored. Possibly she's texting her girlfriend to say, call me in three minutes and tell me that I have to go for some emergency. So unless she's sharing her phone with you and showing you something on it, the fact that she's on the phone uh, is not a good sign. And at this point, it's too late, right? Now I'm, now I'm in damage control trying to essentially get her to stay. And then I swing around trying to, well, actually, no, I'm trying to be cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, want to check your Instagram, babe. I'm just going to sit here and chill, just doing a bit of chilling here by myself. Not, not fussed. She already knows this guy is not it. All right, so again, can't handle the tension. What do I do? Oh, yeah, what do you do on a date when you get back? You get the girl a glass of wine. It's too late. Should have done that when we first arrived. 
now she wants to leave, so I rush off. I didn't ask her if she wanted a drink. I didn't ask her if she likes whatever that is, white wine. I just make an assumption, bring it over, and let's see. Uh, got, got you a glass of wine. Nope, she doesn't like it. So the judge said that I had to go and see a psychotherapist a couple times a week, uh, which I've been doing for six months. Too much sharing, right? So this is now, what? what's my strategy now? Well, I asked my interesting question. That didn't really work. I asked some boring questions. Okay, I got some boring answers. Well, maybe I better share something about myself, reveal something about myself. And now it's my only opportunity to have a whinge to a woman. So here's me talking about my psychological issues and what the judge told me to do. Uh, obviously, this is an exaggeration, but men can often do this kind of thing, especially guys who think that you need to go deep with a girl, right? That you want to have a deep, you know, profound, non-superficial connection with a girl. Yeah, we do want to do that. But the reality is how do you create, create a deep and profound connection with someone in this scenario? It's by getting physical. Like we've already had two hours on the date to talk about our feelings and our hopes and our job and whatever. When we're getting back to the house, the conversation does not fucking matter. Like it matters that we're saying some stuff and that there is, you know, that's the glue between the physical movements. But really what we're aiming to do is to get into the intent and the zone of seduction and both of us being and feeling sexy. So, you know, me at this moment revealing deep, dark truths about my psychological issues, not good. She really doesn't like this. If you're enjoying today's episode and you'd like to find out more about the services and information that the Natural Lifestyles provide, then check out our show notes where you'll see links to all of our other resources, including our YouTube channel, TikTok, and most importantly, our workshop schedule. TNL team is constantly on the road, traveling the planet and teaching the world's most high-end, bespoke and personalized coaching workshops for men, teaching you how to date women in everyday situations without the use of cheesy lines or those goddamn apps. Check it out. And now back to the episode. Do you want to like maybe go to my bedroom? We can check out my guitar or something like that. Right. So I'm trying to make some random segue from bizarre statements that I'm telling her about myself to, okay, well... So we've been at this couch for a while. This isn't working. So now if I just randomly ask her to come to check something out in my in my bedroom, right? So it's not necessarily a bad thing when asking a woman to come home with you to use what we would call a plausible deniability excuse, right? So I used to have a um, bearded dragon, a lizard, just sitting over there, but uh, he was a cool lizard. I miss him actually. And I would sometimes say to a girl on a date, hey, uh, maybe I showed her a photo of the lizard at some point and, and she didn't go, that's disgusting because sometimes they do. But if she was like, wow, that's cool. Then later I might say, oh, do you want to pop up for a cup of tea and check out and meet Vince, my lizard, um, before you go home, right? Or, you know, whatever the other thing is, maybe we were discussing some type of music and I've got a record player with some old vinyl and she's into that and maybe say, hey, let's, let's go up and listen to, you know, my old Marvin Gaye vinyl or whatever. Yeah, sure, we can use those things, but it can't come across as that I'm trying to trick her or like hiding the truth. It's It really is an excuse for both of us, right? So, when I say to her, hey, do you want to come upstairs, have a cup of tea before you head home? It's clear that what I really mean is, do you want to come upstairs and we can use the excuse that we were going to have a cup of tea to have sex and then you can later on think or say one thing just led to another, right? So, at this point, you know, we're in the we're in the house, me trying to like go, oh, do you want to come and look at this thing in my bedroom? At that point, that's very clearly a trick, right? That's me trying to hide what my actual intention is and it's a massive turnoff and it can be a red flag as well because I'm not being upfront and clear about my desires. You know, if I just stood up and said, come with me, 
She can still say no, of course. She could say, no, I've got to leave, in which case, fine. You made a leadership request and she denied it. That's going to happen at some points. But without me taking a proper leadership request, it's very unlikely that she wants to follow me. Oh, no, I can't. Uh, I'm writing to my friend now. Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, cooperation. Congress. Boyfriend uh, broken up. And call ambulance or something if you want. Nice guy to the end. She's come up with her obviously fake excuse, which women do, and she, they would might not be as exaggerated as this, but I've certainly heard of many instances where a guy's at home with a girl and then she's like, oh, I really have to go because of this thing that's just happened. And girls will often set that up, right? So they go out on a date and they tell their girlfriend, hey, I'm going on a date with this guy. I don't know how it's going to go. Call me at whatever, 9 p.m. And if I want to leave, I'll just, we'll just pre- pretend and make an excuse. I have had this personally happen to my, myself back in the day a couple of times and I've heard many stories from women of them doing that. So if a girl ever suddenly has an emergency, it's not an emergency. She just wants to, well, the emergency is she wants to get the fuck out of there and she needs an excuse. And here's me at the very end bumbling after, oh, maybe I can fix this. Maybe I can do some nice things for you. I can call an ambulance for a girl who doesn't exist. But even if she did exist, I don't know. All right. So that kind of damage control at the end, not going to work. So your main takeaways from this absolutely awful end to a date is primarily around leadership. When you're bringing a woman home, you need to take all of the escalation steps, unless she's Brazilian or something and she jumps on you and does it for you, in which case, good girl, but that's not the most common thing that's going to happen. So I need to have this sense that when I walk in the, you know, the door of the building or we're just coming close to your house, really settle into a space where you calm down, where you slow things down. Don't rush, don't walk ahead. You know, better if you're holding her by the arm or having your arm around her waist if that's appropriate. Walking along, talking about doesn't matter. Just r- random, normal, simple stuff. Because at this point, we don't want to have the conversation be complicated because we don't want to risk ruining things with a conversation. The primary thing that's happening here is that we're building a vibe and you're leading. So, taking her into the house, you know, opening doors for her, and don't worry about that as a power play. It's just women like you to open the, do- the doors for them. I don't do it every single time with every single girl. You know, if, when I have a girlfriend, I'm not opening doors for her every, every time. You know, if, if I'm going out first, I'll open the door first and she follows. Like, that's fine. But in this context particularly, she's looking for the way that you treat her, right? Like, do you have her best interest at heart? Are you aware of how you're making her feel? And if you're rushing or not touching or being unclear about your leadership requests, then that says to her, okay, he doesn't really get it. He's not making me feel comfortable, so therefore I'm not turned on, I'm not relaxed, I don't really want to do this. The other thing to note here is obviously in terms of the conversation. So trying too hard to force interesting conversation doesn't work. I mean, if you're in on the date and you slipped in kind of an interesting conversation uh, question within the conversation, okay, you might get away with that. All right. But sitting down and going, all right, now's the time to ask my cool questions or tell her this canned story, prepared story that I have. It's unless you're an extremely good actor is going to come across as forced. And Finally, what you'll notice in this clip is that I never touch it, right? There's no hand on the lower back as we're walking along. There's no uh, caresses of the hands. There's no putting your arm around her, right? So, there's no physical contact at all. And then randomly at some point, I try and make a request to go to the bedroom, which, you know, the implication is now let's go and have sex. 
which when there's been no precursor to that, no build up to it, it doesn't emotionally or physically make sense for her, right? Unless she was really horny and just was going to put up with anything uh, and was just waiting for any opportunity to say yes, which, okay, that could, can happen sometimes. You can get away with things and have kind of false positives occasionally uh, and think that, oh, what I did was good because we ended up in bed together. And I mean, often that will be the case, but this can also be the case where a woman is just like, all right, I want to get laid tonight. This guy's talking nonsense, but I'll put up with it. When he makes finally makes a move on me, then I'll accept it. But for the most part, especially with beautiful women who have lots of choice, they're not going to do that, right? Because they can easily go and find another guy that will be smooth and chill and will touch them in a way that has a smooth escalation to it. So very important that we're not doing grabby, big physical movements, but just the simple stuff of taking her by the hand when you're going through a door, placing your hand on the lower back and leading her through. You know, when we're choosing the wine in the kitchen, having your hand around her waist for a moment, when we when we sit down, placing your hand on her knee when you make a point, starting to, you know, hold her hand and caress it. All these quite simple, in some ways innocent touches speak volumes to the woman about what your skill level is. Uh, and how comfortable you are with escalating, and it helps to take her out of her head, right? Because often a woman will come home and she's feeling nervous, right? She she's not sure what to expect. You know, there's there's in, an inevitable trepidation when it comes to having having sex for the first time. So the more you can do to relax both you and her to take leadership, so that it's very easy for her to follow the steps, right? Not not expecting or hoping that she's going to be the one that's going to make the next move, just understand and own that that's your job as a man to offer to take her home, to open the door, to lead her into the house, to tell her what to do, how to get how to get comfortable, how to make herself at home. What does that mean? Take off your, your jacket, take off your shoes, come and sit over here, or let's let's go and chill in my bedroom. Uh, whatever the, the request is, if it's done smoothly and in a relaxed manner, then most often the woman will say yes because she wants you to escalate, right? If she came home with you, in general, she's at least open to the idea of sleeping with you or at least something physical. Very rarely will a woman come into the house. I mean, she might come into the house and then very quickly change her mind, which is what happens in this scenario. Fairly unlikely she's going to come all the way home with you if she has no intention of getting physical at all. Don't make assumptions. Of course, we can go in and try to kiss a girl and she could say, no, not tonight. And she may have that particular boundary. That's fine. You have to respect that. But understand that she's far more likely to make that decision to sleep with you if she feels comfortable and aroused. Because often women don't make the decision to have sex with you or not until they're making out on a couch or until they're in the bedroom and starting to get undressed. She may be open to the idea, but she's also open to it not happening. But when she finds herself in that situation where she's out of her head, she's in her body, she's feeling sexy, your touch is like melting chocolate, and then it feels right, as she might perceive it, that's when the woman's going to make the decision to have sex. Women, in general, decide to have sex with a man because it feels right in that moment. Not because it's a good idea, not because he's boyfriend material, not because he's hot, not because of any other thing. It's that right now, I feel like I want to do it, is what she's going to be thinking or feeling, and that can change very quickly. Right, it can change from I feel like that to uh, he's doing that weird thing, or he's he's left me alone. He's gone to the bathroom for thirty minutes, or uh, you know he made a jerky movement or whatever. There's lots of things that can make her change her mind, but the things that 
that are going to keep her in a space where she does want you to escalate is this relaxed, smooth escalation, nothing fancy. Don't try and impress her with your words. Don't try and you know sound interesting. That stuff is for the date, if at all. Right now, when you're at home, it's all about you and her getting into that animalistic, sexy zone so that you can lead both of you through your fear to your desire. Thank you for listening to the Natural Lifestyles podcast. If you enjoyed our content and you'd like some more, then you can check out our YouTube channel, which is just The Natural Lifestyles. And if you want to find out about our live coaching and online coaching services, including our incredible live dating workshops, sexuality workshops, then you should check out our website, thenaturallifestyles.com. Thanks once again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.